Welcome to Married to the Road podcast. I'm your host, Angie. And I'm your host, Larry. Each week, you can follow us on the web at marriedtotheroad.com, where you'll find our YouTube channel, our podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and much more. Each week, we're going to be bringing you the ins and outs and the highs and lows of trucking. So keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Angie from MarriageTheRoad.com and I'm here with my co-host and husband Larry. Hello everybody. And on today's topic we're going to be talking about uh, the fear of 18-wheelers and common mistakes that four-wheelers make. And there's a name for that. Semi-acophobia. Yes, semi-acophobia is the fear of semi-trucks. And I guess a lot of people have those. I think I kind of had it before I became a semi-truck driver. I think that like... For me, I was scared uh, pulling up next to them because they're so big. And the biggest mistake that I made, which I didn't know until I started dating Larry and he pointed it out to me, was I tended to hover when I would pass a semi-truck because I was so scared of passing semi-trucks. I was like petrified of it. And we were in the car together. I don't know. It was a couple weeks after we were dating. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, don't hover next to a semi-truck. He's like, take off and go. <laughs> go, get past that puppy. Yes. <clears throat> get out of his way. So today we're just talking about common mistakes that we have seen on the road. And a lot of these things that, you know, I think, well, like, the very first one we're going to be talking about, the off-ramp situation, I think a lot of it is people are not educated, don't you think? They are not educated. <laughs> they come onto the... To the to the highway from the off-ramp or from the on-ramp it's like either they pull in front of us doing 10 miles under the speed limit or or we slow down for them to get in and then they slam on their brakes so i just usually just if i can't move move over to the left i just maintain my speed and let them make their decision yep so the rules or the actual law when you're coming onto a highway from an off-ramp. The actual law is that the person who's on the highway has the right-of-way. The person who is on the off-ramp who is coming on... On-ramp. On-ramp, sorry. On-ramp coming onto the highway is supposed to either speed up to get in front of them or slow down to get behind them. But too often we run into the problem where cars expect us to either get over to left-hand lane and let them in, which a lot of times... They don't know, but we have a car on our left-hand side, and we can't get over. We cannot get over. And then, like Larry but was... they think they have the right-of-way coming on to the freeway. Oh, it happens at least five, six times a day. And then we don't pull over, and they get behind us, and then they pull up next to us and flip us off and get mad at us. Or, or... drive on the shoulder because there's no more road left. Yeah. <laughs> and brake check us. Oh, that's the worst. So, <clears throat> when you're on a highway and you're on an on-ramp getting ready to get onto the highway, you need to make a split-second decision. Are you going to speed up and get in front of my truck, or are you going to slow down and get behind him? Second thing, if you're going to get in front of him, make sure you're doing the speed limit at least, if not a few miles above, because it's so hard for us to slow down. You don't want us running into the back of your car. Nope. I don't want to run into the back of their car either. No. I think the worst one I ever had was... I think I was one month out on the road and I had an old lady who was coming on the on-ramp and she cut me off 
and I think the speed limit was 65 and she was doing 45 miles an hour. She cut me off and she cut me off so closely that I could see into her back seat and she had two car seats with two little kids in it that I could have killed instantly. I think I almost went flying out of the bunk that day. Yes. <laughs> it shook me up. I was almost crying. So when you're just make sure that, you know, if you were one of those people who don't know the law <coughs> and unfortunately you can get ticketed for that too. So just make sure that when you're deciding to get onto a highway, you make a decision because you don't want to put that semi truck in a position where he's going to have to either run off on the shoulder to avoid hitting you or run into the back of your car and possibly hurt or kill you. And all this is for four wheelers. I know we got some four wheelers listening to us. Yes. Our family. Our family. <laughs> and friends. Yeah. Okay. Sandra, listen up. <laughs> and Tori. <laughs> okay. Those are our daughters, by the way. Yes. So the other one is like I had, we had said at the beginning when I first started driving. The next one is hovering next to a semi truck. Um, yes, that's the worst. We had that happen. Had that happen to me today with some girl who was texting and wasn't paying attention to what she was doing. But <clears throat> hovering is like when you're on the highway, semi trucks in the right hand lane, you're in the left hand lane, or vice versa. And instead of passing the semi truck and getting around him, you'll just sit there and hover next to the trailers for. A very long period of time. That is super, super dangerous. That's super dangerous. Because we need an escape if something happens, the side of the road, and tire blows, and steer tire blows, and we can knock you guys into the medium, or knock you into another car, or run you over. Yep. It's very dangerous to be next to a semi-truck. Yeah, I mean, you see, like, pieces of tires laying all over the sides of the highways. Those are for semi-trucks that are blowing a tire. If they blow a steer tire, which is our very front tires, say they blow a left-hand tire, they're going to go into the left-hand lane. They have no control over the truck once they blow a steer wheel. So if you're in that left-hand lane and you're hovering, they're going to run right into you and possibly kill you. So you need to not only get past the semi-truck, but get past a, quite a distance before you get in front of them. Don't cut them off. Yeah, don't. Uh, and speed up when you get in front of them. Yeah. Yeah, I had an incident when I was over the road, 53 footer. The lady was, it was a three lane highway. I was in the right, she was in the middle. And thank God there was nobody to her left because she was hovering right by my rear tandems. And I had a tire blow, and it's loud. Yep. It sounds like a gun. Yeah. And it scared her so bad that she darted over into the left hand lane. And if there was a two, if it was a two lane road, and there was K-rails next to her, she would end up in the K-rail. What's a K-rail? Oh, the concrete divider. Oh, okay. I never heard it called a K-rail. See? K-rail. I learned something new every day. <laughs> yeah, so don't <clears throat> hover. No. Hovering is bad. So the next one, and we could talk about this one from Arizona when I went through this. Brake checking? Yes, brake checking. So brake checking is say a semi truck pissed you off and we know that we do that for a variety of reasons could be that we're not going fast enough for you 90 percent of the time we don't even we don't do it on purpose or no we don't even know you just get mad at us for driving too slow yeah and we're we're going to discuss that in a minute too so a lot of times people get pissed off a semi truck maybe they took too long to pass another vehicle maybe they're just going too slow and the person is mad and so sometimes you'll see cars they will cut us off right by our bumper and then slam on their brakes and that's called brake checking that is the stupidest most dangerous thing i've ever seen in my entire life because we could kill you 
instantly. I had this happen to me in Arizona. You will become a speed bump. Yes. What highway is that? 20? 40? 10? Which one was it? <laughs> in, in Arizona? Yeah. 10. 10. Okay, so we were in Flagstaff, right, right outside Flagstaff. That's the 40. 40. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so we were outside Flagstaff going up this mountain. And it's a really steep mountain. It takes you quite a while to get up to it. And there was two trucks that were in front of me that were going way slower than me. So there was nobody in the left-hand lane. I looked behind me. And so I started to pass them. Well, when you're a semi-truck and you're pulling two heavy trailers and you're going uphill, it takes you a while to pass trucks. So I passed the two trucks that were slower than me and got immediately over to the right-hand side. But a guy with a pickup truck who was pulling the small trailer was pissed off at me and he was behind me flashing his lights trying to get me to hurry up and I was going as fast as I possibly could. So as soon as I got over to the right hand lane, he cut directly in front of me and I don't know, for probably a good two minutes, he was brake checking me, slamming on his brakes so that I almost ran into him. The problem was is that that caused every semi truck that was behind me trying to get up this mountain to have to slam on their brakes to not run into the back of me. Yeah, that guy was a jerk. Yes. <laughs> and that's putting it mildly. That was the first time I'd ever been brake checked. That was very, very scary. Especially was it the last? Out. Yeah, I think that's the only time I've ever been brake checked. Wow, good for, good for you. <laughs> that, you can't say the same. I cannot say no. the same. Nope. <laughs> <coughs> uh, okay, so the other thing we wanted to talk about was tailgating. And tailgating is a super big problem. When you're in a semi-truck... And they always say that if you can see the driver in the mirrors, his in his mirrors, then you're not tailgating. And the driver can see you and everything's okay. But if you are so close to the back of the trailer of a truck that you cannot see his re rear view mirrors, then you are tailgating and you're way too close to the truck. And why is that dangerous? Uh, well, go back to, um, to a tire blowing out. There's treads and metal inside there and... Oh man, it could wipe out your windshield and cause you to crash. Or if we have to slam on our brakes, you're going to be brushing your teeth with the DOT bumper. DOT bumper, that's funny. No, but that's true. I had, We had this happen. I happened to happen. I was uh, actually just two miles away from uh, getting back into the yard last week. And I had an actual FedEx employee that was behind me on a motorcycle. And the only reason I know he was a FedEx employee is because he pulled into the parking lot of where we work at. <laughs> but he followed me all the way from the highway, all the way to the FedEx yard. And he was so close to my back trailer that I couldn't even see him. The only reason I knew that he was there was it was a motorcycle. So I was paying attention to where he was at. But I could not see him at all. He was tailgating me. And he did it two nights in a row. He's not too smart. No. And if I find out who he is, I'm going to go give him a talking to. <laughs> okay, so uh, the other one, I guess, is learn to share the road with semis. That's a good one. <laughs> Everything to say about that? <laughs> I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, we know people get frustrated with semi-truck drivers, but I think the biggest thing is what you need to understand is that every single semi-truck that you see out there is a man or a woman or like us a husband and wife trying to a do their job and get freight where it needs to be and not to mention 
You depend on us. Every single one of you depend on us. You got to think about it. How do you get your mail? How do you get your Amazon packages? How do you get your groceries? How do you get your medication? Without us, you're not going to get those items. That's what we're hauling. We're hauling freight all across the country. And these people just want to get from point A to point B safely in a timely manner so they can get home to their families. And get home to the family. That's the most important thing. So we just, you have to learn to share the road with a semi-truck. You know, in other words, you know, if, if a semi-truck's pissing you off, just go around them. Don't brake check them. Don't try to start crap with them. You know, just go on and, and learn how to share the road properly with the semi-trucks. And then I guess along with that is respect the power of a semi-truck. Yeah, and the weight. Yep. I mean, they say that an average semi-truck doing 60 to 65 miles an hour, in order for him to come to a complete stop, it takes the length of three football fields. So you got to think about that. If you cut off a trucker, how hard it is for him to slam on his brakes and be able to control his truck and not have it swerve into another lane and then slow down enough that he's not going to hit the back of your car. Yeah. A lot of these people, when they do those brake checks, they think, oh, well, if he hits me, I'll sue him. You won't be the one suing them. It's going to be your family. Your family will be the one suing them. Yep. And you're going to leave your kids fatherless. We actually uh, listened to somebody today that made a really good point. And uh, the point that they had made, and I don't know the exact statistics, so I'm just going to kind of ballpark it. But they were saying that almost 75% of all semi-truck related crashes were caused by a four-wheeler. Yep. And that's scary. And four-wheelers always lose always you got to remember you know a semi truck is three times heavier than your car you know we could cause so much damage we see it every day there's not i don't think there's a day that goes by that we don't see a semi truck accident and it just kills us because in our mindset you know a lot of them are fatalities and our first thought is for that poor family yep. you know he's not coming home tonight you know, he's probably got kids or grandkids at home waiting on him. Now he's not coming home. And I'm not saying that all accidents are due to four-wheelers, but a good majority of accidents are caused because of something stupid that a four-wheeler did because out of anger or just stupidity or just ignorance because they didn't know better. Lack of common sense. Yeah. <coughs> now, we should also say that there is that small percentage of truckers, and I... It is a small percentage. I would say probably, you know, 5% or so of truckers that do give us a bad name. They're yes. assholes. Yep, they are. There's no nice... We deal with them. Trust me. We know they're out there. And we know that sometimes there's a trucker that you're going to, you know, piss off or upset. And he may ride your bumper. He may flash his lights at you. I flipped off a couple truckers my time. Yep. And we've seen truckers do this to four-wheelers on the road. And it upsets us. It's awful. Because those are the guys... Seeing a, tail, seeing a trucker tailgating the car is my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. There's I, no reason to do that. And, and what if, what if you know, for some reason that four-wheeler gets scared? Because I know I would be petrified. If I saw a semi-truck in my rearview mirror and he's chasing up on me, I would be petrified. You know? And what if they accidentally slam on their brakes? Well, now that semi-truck is going through the back of their vehicle because he was being stupid and had road rage. Yep. It's not worth it. We totally understand that there are semi-truck drivers out there that are unprofessional and they do cause problems out there on the roads. My best advice to you is just get away from them as quickly as possible because they do not represent majority of the trucking community. The majority of the trucking community is husbands and wives, grandmothers and grandfathers who are simply out there trying to make a living, 
trying to get from point A to point B safely to deliver the goods that you guys need. And then we just want to get home to our families. So, you know, the next time you're frustrated after work and a semi truck in front of you is going so slow, you know, just calm down and realize that, you know, the person behind the wheel, you know, is probably a father or a grandfather or a grandmother or a mother. And most of the time those trucks are going as fast as they can. Yes, that's the other thing. I don't think a lot of four-wheelers understand, and, and majority of the trucks out here, except for, I would say, owner-ops, which are owner-operators who own their own trucks, majority of the trucks who are, like, through companies like Schneider, Swift, FedEx, stuff like that, we're all governed, and what that means is our company sets a speed, and that's as high as our truck can go. Our truck can't go any higher than that. And our is set at 65. Yep. We can't go any faster than 65, unless we're going downhill. Yeah, if we're going downhill, sometimes we're lucky we can get to 70. Yeah, we could hit the speed limit. So, the reason we bring that up is because when you see a semi-truck passing another semi-truck, and maybe they're struggling to get around them, and it's taking forever, and you're getting frustrated. What you need to understand is both those trucks are probably governed, and one of the trucks is probably governed just a little bit higher to allow him to get around. And it takes a while to pass a truck, especially when we're governed. Yep just having patience unless it's swift or schneider then we could pass them pretty fast yeah because they're so slow <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, at, they're governed at 62 i had one the other day it was governed at 58 i was ready to kill him <laughs> oh my goodness and i couldn't get over i was stuck behind them <laughs> it's awful <laughs> the other thing i think did you tailgate him i did not <laughs> i did not good girl we can't tailgate in our truck no we, we have sensors so our on our truck we have a so okay so we have two cool features on our truck on our truck we have um a feature that tells you the speed that the car in front of you is going which that's really awesome because like we mentioned that our truck is governed at 65. so the reason that comes in handy is if i see on my on my dashboard that the car in front of me is doing 58 miles an hour i know that i can pass them because i know i can do 65 miles an hour or if I know that the truck in front of me is doing 63 miles an hour, I know I've got two miles on him, I can pass him. Yep. And then the other feature, which can be annoying as all get out, is <laughs> if we get too beep, 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 yes. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> if we get too close to the vehicle in front of us, then it starts beeping and letting off a sensor because it's saying, hey, you're getting too close, you're tailgating. It's the two second rule. Yep. So you have to let off the gas and back off <laughs> so you don't get in trouble. Because we do have dash cams in here and it does record everything we do and it sends all the information back to our employers so we do not want to get in trouble for tailgating. Hi boss. <laughs> I just waved to him. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> okay, so the other thing, this is probably one you should talk about, right hand turns. Which one are we on? Right hand turns? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky one. When we want to make a right hand turn and we gotta swing wide to make a sharp right hand turn the four wheelers just see that little opening and they want to dart in there and when we're making a right hand turn we cannot see them in our mirror we cannot see them out the window so they are they're totally in our blind spot and if we keep on going we can run right over their car yep not to mention a right hand turn is the hardest turn that we make whether you're in a 53 53 footer it's much harder than doubles yeah it is much much harder you gotta swing wider <clears throat> so in order for us to make a right hand turn we actually have to cut into the left hand lane just a little bit in order to make a right hand turn and so if someone decides that they're in a hurry and cuts off 
and cuts off onto our right hand side that's our blind spot side we can't see and so we're not going to see you and we're going to hit you and that's the other thing on the highway people should not pass us on the right hand side ever well if we're well it's 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 a good rule to always pass on the left because we have better clear vision on the left hand side than we do on the right yeah i can't tell you how many times we've had people on our right hand side for whatever reason and then we can't see them yeah a good rule for four-wheelers if you can't see our mirror we can't see you yeah especially especially in the back of the truck or on the right hand side yeah i think that's the scariest part i hate getting back over to the right hand links i'm always scared that i can't see somebody that's over there yeah I'm especially gonna... if they're right by the, the passenger door yes that's what I liked about our Western Star, because the Western Star had that little window. That little window. So if I couldn't see him in my two mirrors, yeah, could I could see him through the window. Yeah, that's that window. Every truck it should saved have that my little butt. window. Yeah. It did. It saved my butt a few times because I was still new and learning. And so on the passenger door, for people that don't know, the passenger door down at the bottom, there's a square window there, so the driver could see out that window, and down by the, if anybody's down by the steer tire. Right, and not. I think it's only the Western Star that I've seen that has it. It's There's other trucks that have it. Other trucks that have it. Yeah. I wish all trucks had it because that's a Every good, truck have good it. safety feature. Yes. Was there any other things you can think about that we can talk about with four-wheelers? Just try to respect trucks. We're out there doing our job. We're not out there to try to piss you guys off. And we're doing the best we can. We're going as fast as we can. So if you think we're too slow... And it's apologize and uh it's not our fault it's the government's fault yeah yep that's so true there's actually senators right now trying to make every truck on the road 65 yep that's gonna be bad including owner operators which uh, is gonna it's gonna be so much traffic out there it'll be bad for you guys trust me it'll be bad because it's gonna be very congested highways yep Four wheelers are going to hate us even more. Yep. <laughs> and it's going to take us longer to get to where we need to get to. So, anyway, if you have any questions, feel free to go to our webpage, marriedtotheroad.com. You can contact us through there. Or you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash marriedtoroad. And uh, you can also listen to our, we have a couple new uh, podcasts before this one. Um, we have our introduction podcast that we did, and I just did one last night on 15 tips for uh, female safety. So this is number truckers. three? This is number three. Hey, we're on a roll, baby. We're like butter. You missed number two. You were sleeping. I don't, but I heard it. <laughs> you did a great job. You were snoozing in the background. Was that snoring? Did, I couldn't <laughs> hear myself snoring. <laughs> I had to shut the curtain so nobody else could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we will talk to everybody uh, next time, and as we always say, be safe out there. Yep. Keep your eyes on the road and keep your ears on us. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, everybody. Bye.